You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delany Williams and I'm joined today by Sarah McLean. Hey Sarah. Hey Melanie. Hey, welcome back to the podcast for Unit 16 as today we're going to talk about Session 2 and it's Daniel was faithful. Our Bible story is going to be found in the book of Daniel in chapter 1. And so, Sarah, if you'll go ahead and share with our listeners the big idea of this session. Right. So for this session, sometimes it's helpful to think backwards. And so we can think back to the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned against God. And we know that even though they sinned, God did not leave them. In fact, God came looking for Adam and Eve. I remember one of my favorite passages is actually, where are you, is what God says to them. Where are you? And he goes looking for them. And though their sin does result in death and separation from God, the Lord promised that he was making a way for the curse of sin to be undone. But now, if we skip ahead to where our session is taking place in Daniel chapter 1, the exile of God's people happened and they were taken away to Babylon. God did not leave them though either, right? He stayed with them. God is in all places at all times and is always with his people. And today in this session, we will learn that God was with Daniel while he was exiled in Babylon. Our Christ connection is Daniel was faithful to God and God blessed him. In an even greater way, Jesus was always faithful to God. He came to earth and followed God's plan to save sinners. Those who trust in Jesus receive God's forgiveness and blessing. Great. Thank you so much, Sarah. And now we'll move along to the part of our podcast where we talk about specific activities that may need a little extra prep time, or either we have some helpful hints, if you will, to share with the teachers. And so I'll go ahead and start with our babies and toddlers guide. And there is an activity called paint with vegetables. And as a reminder, use allergy alert anytime we're using food and with that, you also, you may remember last week in preschool worship, we had a similar activity where they made prints with the different vegetables. Well, now this week, babies and toddlers in that guide, they're going to be painting with vegetables. So as a reminder, just make sure those pieces are small enough for them to hold as they're painting. And then you'll also we're likely need to help guide them with that and make sure that they do not put the vegetables in their mouth. Then moving along to our younger preschool leader guide, there's an activity called compare the links of names. And so as you do this activity, you may consider not only writing the number of letters beside each of the names of the children in your class and those that are listed in the activity, but also drawing the same amount of dots. Just, you know, Sarah, your name has five letters, so putting five next to it, but then also doing five dots that will help the younger preschoolers be able to easily recognize which one has the most letters, which one has the fewer, um, fewer letters. Also, as a reminder, that especially our younger preschoolers, they may need some help counting past 10 and so those numbers like 11 12 and 13 if 
children in your class have longer names, you may need to also help them with accounting with that and provide assistance in that way. Then also in younger preschool, there is an activity called taste vegetables. So again, you want to make sure you have an allergy alert and older preschool is going to have some vegetables and activity with vegetables too. So we're going to have allergy alerts in all of our preschool age groups this week. But um, with this taste vegetables, there are some suggestions of possible um, veggies that you could use and for this activity and even suggest some less familiar vegetables. This would be a good opportunity to introduce some of those vegetables that maybe children have never had before. There are some suggestions in the later guide for that as well. Then moving along to older preschool, as I mentioned, there are some activities using vegetables. An idea to help save on food resources for this investigate vegetables and water activity, you could use the extra fruit and vegetables or leftover fruit and vegetables from the activity serve new foods activity in older preschool earlier that day. And so then moving along to preschool worship, there is an activity called look for good food want to remind you as you're collecting cookbooks for this activity to make sure to have cookbooks that have pictures in them because we know that our preschoolers more than likely they're they're going to need those pictures rather than just the words since most of them are pre-readers beginning to recognize letters and then starting to recognize some words and so you may want to check with your local library or either ask some different church members that could bring some if you needed some additional ones. And so those are all the hints for some preschool activities. And Sarah, if you'll go ahead and share hints and ideas for our kids' activities for this session. Absolutely. So for younger kids, there's an activity called Whole World in His Hands. And for this activity, leaders are really trying to emphasize just how big the world is. They're going to have a map or a globe that's allowing kids to really see and touch and and look at just all of the different places on the world and how God is still present in all of those places at the same time. And I think another point of emphasis that's not mentioned in the leader guide, but that leaders could also talk about would be the world's population, which is estimated to reach 8 billion by the end of 2022. So not only is God in all places at all times, but he's also He's also present for 8 billion people, right? That's a lot of people. So I think that's another aspect for leaders to kind of talk about with the kids. And then for older kids, there's an activity called memory game. And for this one, um, just a little tip, if you want to save on prep time, leaders could decide to form kids into small teams and lead the teams to guess what foods pair with one another. So instead of having to write down or copy all the pictures, you could just do this more of as a call and response type activity where you might say peanut butter is often paired with blank. And then kids would say jelly or ketchup is often paired with and then they would guess mustard or peas is often paired with and then they would guess carrots and so on. And this way it's saving on prep time and it gives a little bit more interaction between you and the kids. And then the first team to first guess correctly would receive a point in that case. For kids worship, there is a group demo and this demo includes asking kids to list off things that scare them before the session. 
It's always important to be thinking about whether a kid in your class has gone through a recent trauma or if something has happened that might be triggering for them and it may not be appropriate for the rest of the kids to hear. So you can adjust this demo by thinking of a list of fears prior to the session instead of asking kids for their suggestions. For midweek, there is an activity called One Paper Prayer Chain. And for this, you'll need about 20 pre-cut strips per kid for this activity. So that's something to think about ahead of time as you're preparing. And then you also might wanna check with your church to see if they have a paper cutter to make it faster, which always is helpful to have around instead of just one pair of scissors. So paper cutters are friends to us. <laughs> Definitely. Like you said, and I think all of us appreciate those tips um, that are time saver tips. So those are some great ideas. Thank you very much, Sarah. Now let's go ahead and talk about what excites us or stands out to us about this session. And I know we were talking a little bit about this beforehand as we were prepping and before we started recording. And so why don't you go ahead and start? Yes. So for this session, you know, Daniel is in a new place. He is been essentially exiled into Babylon and he's in a completely different culture and this culture is unlike the culture of, of the Lord who calls him to be set apart for God's purposes and for kids this might not always be something that they can easily identify with because you know unless they have moved from one culture to another where things are completely new those of us that have been in the same hometown or really haven't traveled very much or just have grown up in the same place you know having that understanding of being in a new place with new things might be a little bit different but i think what we can emphasize is that the culture practices and beliefs of this world are always trying to lead us to compromise so we don't have to necessarily be in a new place to understand what the culture and the world and its belief systems are trying to lead us towards and that mainly is away from god right ephesians especially talks about how the ruler of this world wants us to walk in darkness, but God has called us into his light. And so adults and kids, they face this temptation every day. Food, in this case, might seem like an insignificant or small matter that Daniel is being tempted towards and compromise, but it mattered greatly because the food of the king of Babylon was not honoring to God. So Daniel didn't obey the law to earn favor with God, but because he loved the Lord and wanted his life to reflect the love he had for God. And kids might think that there are some things in their lives that are insignificant or don't really matter. They may think, who cares if I just compromise and tell this one little lie? What does it matter if I just watch this video that I know I probably shouldn't watch, but my friend is showing me. And there are many other examples that we could give that, you know, kids might face today in terms of compromising their faith and their beliefs for the culture or the world around them. So I think as leaders, our hope is that we can help kids understand that conviction and faith are important for followers of Jesus, that how we live matters to God, and that we will either display our love for him, as Daniel did, by obeying him out of love and wanting to honor him, or or we won't, right? We'll be led into temptation and and make choices that do not honor the Lord. And, and yet there is grace and mercy even in that because we know that Jesus has come to seek and save us and to redeem what is broken and help us to fight against that temptation. But again, I think focusing on 
helping kids understand that this is a little bit more than just the food that Daniel was faced to eat. Yes, Sarah, such great points with that. And like you were saying, even at the end, that this is so much more than the food. And I think, you know, especially with our preschoolers, a lot of times we focus very much on the food and what he ate. And and I completely understand that because boys and girls need that concrete example. And that helps connect the story about, you know, Daniel ate this food because he obeyed God. But I, I want to stress to the teachers, just like you were doing too, to make sure that, yes, we use those activities and the food as an avenue to help boys and girls understand that he obeyed God, that he did it. That's the reason why he chose that. And he, he ate that food that, that the Lord wanted him to because he loved God and he wanted to honor him. And I think also helping helping the kids understand that that was difficult. And I think this is a great example to help boys and girls understand that obeying God is not always going to be easy, that there will be difficult times. Like you were saying, oh, well, if I, if I want to do this with my friends because I want to be with my friends, well, if it's not God honoring, then we don't need to do it. And I mean, the same goes for us as teachers and as adults. We want to obey God and honor him because we, we love him. And I think this is a great example how we can remember that Daniel was faithful to God. And then also that God blessed him in his faithfulness. And I think that's a great reminder for us to know that even as we're talking about with this, the big picture question and answer, where is God? God's always with us. So in those times when it's very difficult for us to obey God and we're tempted not to, that God's with us. And that, that we do obey him and that we're faithful to him. And helping boys and girls understand that I think is key for this session. So listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.